WAHTB is created for adult audiences only. Our show contains adult content that may not be suitable for younger audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to Witchcraft After Hitting the Blunt. Some of our audience members may already know, but for those who don't, Witchcraft After Hitting the Blunt is a spiritual community on Facebook where people of all walks and of all beliefs are welcome to share and learn. We are a safe space for POC and LGBTQ plus folk, and as the name implies. Before we get started, let's do a quick intro for the WAHTV admins that are here today. First up, we got Yvonne. What up, lady? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Welcome, everyone. My name is Yvonne, also known as Eve. I was born and raised in dirty Jersey, made a home in Florida, and now living in Italy. Fuck yeah. My big three are Libra's Sun, Pisces Moon, and Aquarius Rising. I am a shadow work goddess and an intuitive reader. I love candles, so I do candle magic, herbs and crystals. I am also a wife and a mom. And I cannot wait to share more in this podcast. Hey, my name is Lindy. I was homegrown in the Midwest where I still currently live with my husband and two kids. My big three is I'm an Aries sun, Aries moon, and a Virgo rising. (laughs) I love astrology, crystals, and plants. I really can't wait to talk about my plants. Just kidding, other things too. I'm a little weird, but I mean, aren't we all? I'm so excited to start this. All right, all right, awesome. Lovely lady, Lindy. And my name is Dee. I am from LA originally, but currently live in NorCal, and I am an Aries Sun, Sagittarius Moon, and Virgo Rising. I am a deep chart astrologer and practice Feng Shui, Pythagorean numerology, and a little bit of Tantra, Bhakti, as well as Tarot and some candle magic. Why did we create this podcast? One simple answer because we wanted to make something fun. We didn't want a new age podcast that takes itself too seriously. We're millennials and. We, we like, like to, to party. party. We like, like, we we like, like to party. party. We like party. to party. <laughs> We're like all up. We don't, <laughs> we don't want to be censored. 
And we don't want to sound like an ASMR either. <laughs> so we're going to talk about, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about astrology, tarot, magic, ESP, organized religion, sex, kink, queerness, cultural appropriation, crime, drugs, therapy, death, the afterlife, ghosts, demons, robots, aliens, Bigfoot, quantum mechanics, your mom, everything. We want to talk about all the topics and we want to use all the swear words all right so let's all right now use every single swear word we know so fuck. what yeah fuck shit cunts motherfucker goddamn motherfucker what else do we know any bad words in other languages hobak mori what is that korean <laughs> What is that? <laughs> you call mean? him a pumpkin head. That's right. Remember? That's right. I remember. <laughs> what are some of the Italian bad words, Yvonne? I Do you know have any? no idea. I think I think uh, shit is med there. I think oh, that's okay. what it is. Like, right. Med <laughs> I think that's... And I know in Spanish, uh, bitch is puta. Yeah, that's right. Puta. Yeah. Um... <laughs> What else is there? There's concha. Concha is like uh, another word concha for like vagina. Like Mexican. Yeah, but it's like Mexican, right? Like Mexican. It's not. Diesel? It's an all Latin America. Like, yeah, like oh, they use concha oh, for like yeah, pussy. But if you want to like okay. say like fuck you, they would say like concha su madre, which is like fuck your mom. Yeah. <laughs> There's also pendejo, cabrón, pinche. Yeah. Well, you can uh, just talk Spanish to me. Yeah, we day. don't use that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! <laughs> I won't right, know what awesome. you're saying, but I'll be like, I love it. <laughs> I know, right? That was like, uh, what was it in the second Matrix? The dude who liked French, and he's just like stringing along all like the swear words right. in French, and he's like, it sounds nice, right? Great! <laughs> 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 <Hey. laughs> all right, awesome. So you guys get the gist. Ultimately, yeah. we just want to have a good time and we want you to have a good time too. So, to celebrate this first episode of our official podcast and in honor of 420, let's fucking fire it up. Woo! Oh, yeah. Woo! All right. Shit. <coughs> <coughs> what are you it's just gonna be a lot? whole episode of me coughing? It's just a Bud Light seltzer. Oh, is that good? Get that in Italy? Yeah, uh, we got we have it on base, that's why. So oh, yeah. oh that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You gotta keep a you gotta keep the American in the Americans, right? You gotta get them <laughs> or keep the American Americans. There you, you go. You just have to because this wine is not cutting it. <laughs> really? I swear, wine is so overrated. I swear really? it is. Even My Italian favorite wine? is Moscato, and that's it. Moscato <laughs> Italian, like that's it. It has this. to be sweet. It has to be sweet. Okay, like amaretto stuff like that, or like schnapps. Mine has to be sweet. I can't do this dry ass wine. Sometimes <laughs> so I want a dry ass wine. <laughs> yeah. I can't do it. I I just when can't. I, I can't I do the thing wine. where they pair 
where they pair the wines, you know, with like cheese or like pasta or like whatever. And I'm like, Fish I don't and meats. fucking care. Just give right. me the sweet wine. I'll drink it with everything. That <laughs> Come I on. You're like, I just want to get fucked up, yo. <laughs> I'm going to slam the sweet wine while I'm, you know, eating like feta cheese or something. I don't know. doesn't matter. Nice. I mean, yeah. Me I want to drink sweet wine while I, drink, while I eat my arroz con pollo or something, mm. you know? Like, I don't want dry ass wine. Can you just imagine that? Like drinking dry ass wine with some rice and beans. Like, oh, I, can't, I can't do that. The yes. idea of having wine with like rice and beans, with like refried beans and like red rice just sounds weird to me. That, yeah, that sounds. I'll pass. Thanks. Yeah, I'll pass. I'll pass. Yeah. All right. So, fuck yeah. It is officially 420. Woo! Happy 420, everybody. Woo! Yay! And we made it a year through this pandemic. Happy 2021 <laughs> to everybody. I know we're a little late, but you know, 420. <laughs> right. It's fine. We're right. early at this point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, actually. The audience isn't going to know that, though. <laughs> the audience, was, for fine. them, it'll be, yeah, for them, it'll be 420. It wasn't, it wasn't like a literal pun. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> it's 420. Like, Everybody's still at home getting fucked up. So, like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's 4:20 every day. <laughs> it's yeah, every day. Yeah. Yeah. Smoke Today is 4:20. Tomorrow's 4:20. The next day is 4:20. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's how basically the pandemic was. I think what for like yeah. the month, uh, like the for April of 2020, the whole month was just 4:20. <laughs> Let me tell you how I got through yeah. quarantine. Uh huh. I was right. Baked. Yeah. Right. Baked. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's over. The whole quarantine's over now. Yeah, the uh-huh. year flew by. The year uh-huh. just flew by. Like, oh, yeah, it was wild. Oh, 2021? Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. Smoke if you got them. So speaking of smoking, how do you guys incorporate smoking into, like, your practices, like your witchcraft, your spiritual practices, craft, or whatever? <clears throat> I guess I, I will go while Lindsay's thinking. Um, <laughs> I like to do it before I do anything. I don't know. I just, I thought it to be weird, but I like to, to just smoke and then just go and finish doing what I was doing, whether it's like candle magic or spell jar or journaling mm-hmm. or doing like reading my cards while I'm journaling um I journal a lot so y'all gonna hear that word all the time no I don't journal is something that I do and Mm -hmm. I journal in a different way it's not your average way where you just sit there and like have a journal prompt no I don't do that Mm. so I I like to do mix my tarot with my journal and I like to do it after I smoke so I find it to just be kind of like where you kind of like mellow out and just more thinking and you're paying attention which is weird because you shouldn't be paying attention but it really helps actually nice and do you have like a certain ritual like when you smoke like do you sit at your altar do you like reach out to a specific deity like do you have like a process of doing it or do you just light up I just light up to be honest I just like to light up I do it outside on my balcony which Mm. is facing like out towards so I can see like stars sometimes I may catch a glimpse of the moon so it's pretty cool that's nice 
I love that. Right. What I like what about to do, you, what I like is I will, before I smoke, I like to set an intention before I do it. Like whatever happens, happens usually, but cause I'm super distracted ADHD brain, but like, I'll just go about doing what I'm doing mm-hmm. and I'll set that intention of, oh, okay, so we're going to, you know, fold this basket of laundry. We're going to do, you know, a money jar, maybe, you know, something. And I'll just set that intention beforehand mm-hmm. and then nice i like that and do you guys have like routines when it comes to like your magic and your practice and smoking and stuff or do you just do it whenever i feel like i'm drawn to do something like i don't force myself to do anything i just set that intention and this is why i agree with Lindsay. i feel like intention is so important Mm -hmm. when it comes to doing magic you cannot just (laughs) force yourself to to take part into anything because I feel like that's when you won't get the result that you were looking for. Mm. And so then you're just going to blame, blame it. Oh, did yeah. I do something wrong? Or, exactly. you know, then you're going to look at, Oh, it's not real or something or anything. So I feel like intentions really matter to me. I'm just led to do something. I said it in my mind, like, okay, I want to do this, this spell, or I wanted to do this, journaling or this reading if it doesn't happen that day fine that's okay tomorrow's a new day I'll do it tomorrow or whenever yeah but if I'm really set on doing something I'll just go do it if it's like lighting a candle maybe it'll get me into doing something else then that's it nice right on what about you Lindy do you have like a routine or anything just do it randomly kind of randomly weekends are kind of a free-for-all so I Mm. you know I try to get most of my stuff done then but Mm. kind of the same just intention and going for it do you guys also make alcohol part of like your rituals or practice or anything you know it's funny because um it's not like I get fucked up on alcohol or anything but I feel like it's so different and I noticed that when I when I drink and I'm like tipsy or something and I try to do something, I can't concentrate. No. I really mm-hmm. can't. I feel like it's so different when you're high. Mm-hmm. Like the two are so different. Yeah, I don't, so I I don't like even I concentrate hardly drink at more. all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I drink, but if I try to do something like finish uh, journaling or doing a reading, I feel like I can't concentrate. So I just have to put it away. Mm. Yeah. yeah but hi I can I can do that all all day <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> nice yeah I um before I was sober when I was still drinking I actually used to do because one of my deities is like Neptune Poseidon and uh the ritual for like to honor Neptune that the Romans had actually practiced had involved uh, consuming a glass of wine and then also offering a glass of wine to uh, to uh, Neptune. Yeah. <clears throat> it was actually it's actually a really nice ritual. You're supposed to go to a body of water, <clears throat> either sorry, excuse me, either like a river or the ocean or even like a swimming pool, or if you can't, like just getting like a, like a bowl or glass with water in front of you. 
And hmm. uh, of course you do, you know, like you cast your circle and do like your pentagram or whatever else uh, you want to do. And then you sit in your circle and you're supposed to meditate. Like you're supposed to just kind of like repeat like Neptune's names or like a prayer, like repeatedly until you feel the presence of Neptune with you. And then hmm. you sit in like silence and you stare at the water. Like you just watch it and observe it and wait to receive like any messages or enlightenment or insight or something from Neptune. Um, and then you take like uh, pink flowers and then when you're done, like you take the pink flowers and put them into the water as an offering to Neptune. And then you go back and uh, you're also supposed to have like some meats with you too. So then you say like, thank you to Neptune and you offer the meat and then you say, thank you again, you offer the wine and then you consume the meat and drink the wine while you contemplate the information that you have received from Neptune in the ritual. So I thought that one was, I, I really was drawn to that because it was so simple and uh, it was just, I don't know, it was something really nice. Like I like meditation, but I don't drink the wine anymore. So I just replaced that with juice now. <laughs> I figured Neptune's not going to be upset if I'm not <laughs> drinking booze for this ritual. <laughs> I feel like whenever um, you partake in like uh, spells or anything I feel like it's whatever you're led into so if you have to like kind of switch up the spell to kind of match up you know you then that's that's all cool as long as long as the intention is there that's how yeah. I feel about that yeah I agree with you on that one because like I feel like when you start to become very strict with uh with magic it's like well first off you are just honing the magic you are not the creator of the magic so like you do not dictate the rules as to how to practice magic. You can discover ways magic work, but you can also manipulate that magic to work for your best interest as well. That's why we have so many different religions and so many different beliefs and so many different practices of magic too. They all do the exact same thing. They just have their own unique ways of doing it. And so to force that idea on someone to say, no, this is the only way you can practice this spiritual yeah, thing. No. Yeah. It's like, fuck that. No. There's so many different <laughs> types of people. You can't tell me that one thing is for everybody. Mm -hmm. No. Yeah. We're yeah, also exactly. weird and different. That's why and... we all have our own way of thinking, our own brain. We yeah. think for ourselves. We mm -hmm. do what's best for ourselves. That's that's the thing. Yeah. yeah, I use a lot of weed for like shadow work. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. that's what I've been really focusing on lately is just why do I react the way I do? Why do I have that view on this, you know, compared to, you know, other people who have it? Mm -hmm. Just kind of trying to look at myself from an outsider point of view. I like that be more like objective with your reflections, your inner reflection. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. That's very positive. <clears throat> I, I don't really incorporate weed into my spiritual practice. I was doing that for a while. Um, and it was actually really helpful, especially during meditation. Like I just like, I felt I could feel like my energy and like my chakra is much, uh, much easier. Um, but like one day I was just like sitting and just like contemplating and I was thinking about, uh, like Jesus and, uh, the Buddha and like other like spiritual, like people from the past or people who had like spiritual abilities and connections. And there was a part of me that was just like, wouldn't that be rad if I could do that on my own? 
if I was able to do that by myself without yes. the assistance of, you know, and there's nothing wrong with smoking weed when you practice. And I am definitely someone like I do spiritual stuff with like other mind altering. Um, uh, I don't want to say drugs. <laughs> I don't want to call them drugs. I don't like calling, <laughs> right. I don't like calling spiritual medicines, drugs, mind altering substances. I don't know. That sounds bad too, but <clears throat> Yeah, but I Nature. like I like tools. Tools. Yeah. We can use tools. tools. There you go. Tools. My <laughs> nature's tools. chemicals. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Nature's chemicals. Like shrooms, <laughs> ayahuasca, peyote. Yeah. Like I like stuff like that, you know, and I and I do do that because I think it's very beneficial to learning and healing. Um but I, I feel haven't, like... <clears throat> but I would love to. Oh, you totally point. should. Because they really change your perception. I've so heard they're so extremely much... good for like mental health. Oh yeah, like helping mm-hmm. with a lot of like depression, things like mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. There are actual, um, oh, I think they're like rehab centers in like Mexico where they use like acid and uh, oh, what's the other one? I know acid's one of them. Um, I can't think of what else that they use, but LSD. they help people. Um, not the same thing though. I think it's the thing. Yeah. There's another, it's like another plant medicine that they use that is like a hallucinogen, but they use it to treat addiction. So people who have yes. like alcoholism or heroinism, or they're like, they're addicted to something, even another drug, they'll go to these rehab centers and they'll use these other, you know, natural plant medicines to cure their addictions. Mm-hmm. And it works. It helps them because most addiction while addiction can be a physical thing, most addiction is psychological. You know? Oh, I love your plants. I gotta show off my plants. <laughs> Every episode, that should be a thing of yours. Right? You should just show off the a new plant. plant of the day. The audience can't see it, but. I got it. They can't see it, but they'll hear it. Talk so, about it. <laughs> audience, this is a Brazil pothos. So mm-hmm. I, I got it. So if you don't know what it is, Google it. <laughs> Brazil Popos. I like that name. That's Pothos. Cute. Oh, Pothos. Oh, Popos. <laughs> See, I can't talk sometimes. It's all good. It's all good. So let's take a little break from now and go over today's daily astrological transits. And when we get back, we'll talk about tourist season. So let's see what the fast-moving planets are doing in the sky this very fine 20th day of April 2021. Let's take a look at today's short-term transits. Remember, these are the transit aspects being made by the fast-moving planets right now and have an influence over Earth as a whole. To learn how the positions of the planets affect you individually, you'll want to take a look at your personal transits. You can go to astro-seek.com, my personal favorite, or astro.com and pull up your personal transits. Then mosey on over to astrologyking.com, a thorough database of all the aspects so you can read about them. All right. Let's start with Sun conjunct Mercury at an orb of two. This transit increases mental alertness and quick thinking. 
It can also increase personal interactions such as appointments, meetings, and various other social activities. It's a good time for business, buying and selling, negotiating, making plans, and this one is important for anyone out there dating, meeting new people. Complement that with the Sun also being sextile with Mars at an orb of two. This means a boost in self-confidence, courage, physical strength, charm, charisma, sexual attractiveness, and sex drive. This is an excellent time for tackling difficult projects and starting new ones, group activities, and physical activities like exercise, fighting, manual labor, competitive sports, and of course, sex. And if Sun conjunct Mercury and sext on Mars wasn't enough for you, Mars is currently trying Jupiter at an orb of one. This transit is one of the best transits for success because Mars is the planet of drive and ambition and Jupiter the planet of good luck and expansion. Jupiter is also a business planet and Mars, as you all know, warfare and sex. So you'll find great success in all of these areas of life. There's also an increase in good judgment and opportunities for material, personal, and spiritual growth. This is considered a really good transit for dating and improving existing relationships. But wait, there's more. What's this? Venus conjunct Uranus too? This one is at an orb of two and brings change and excitement with love and or money. There's an increased need for stimulation, excitement, and attention which makes this a great time to spice things up in the bedroom if it's become a bit dull. Not only is this transit good for dating, but because Uranus rules technology, it's perfect for online dating, especially if you're not really looking for something serious or long-term. Excitement can also be found in investing and shopping, especially in fashion, cosmetics, and impulse buys. But remember to keep an eye on your spending because the influence of Uranus in this conjunction can also leave you with financial pitfalls. So, since these transits have a broad influence over everyone, collectively, this is a great time for A, dating, romance, and fun, and B, successful teamwork and group projects in the workplace. Of course, before you make any romantic or work-related decisions, be sure to also check out your personal transits. It's possible that you have some personal challenging aspects that make this an inauspicious time for you as an individual. But if not, go out and make some love and money. All right, awesome. So those were our daily transits for 420-2021. Hope you guys go out and enjoy that energy that is out there. Do positive, amazing things for your life. And since it is 420, which is the perfect day for all Torians, really, like you kick off Taurus season with 
420. Like, there's nothing more comforting, right. more pleasurable, more enjoyable than sitting exactly. in the comfort of your own home, smoking a bowl and eating delicious food, watching something on TV. That's that is my like, favorite, man. yeah, that is total like Taurus yes. energy right there. Today, we are all Tories. We all, all bleh. today, yeah, we Tories. are. <laughs> we are all Tories. We serve in the court of the uh, parliamentary house of the UK, <laughs> Her Majesty. Like that's what I think of when I think Tory. I don't even know what Tories are. <clears throat> uh, Taurus but... Aries. Okay. Ah, Tories. I like that. Right. Um. <clears throat> so today, uh, four twenty. We. That's right. I sometimes suspect that's the reason why it follows it up. But anyways. So today, in honor of 420, we are all Taurians. Right. So let's talk a little bit about Taurus. What is Taurus? Taurus is the bull. It is the second sign of the zodiac, ruled by Venus. Its element is earth, metal, copper. Stone is emerald. Color is green. And its season is spring. So it is ruled by Venus. Okay, so Venus and Taurus. And why I can say what I say is because I have twins that represent this zodiac sign. So I can't say my twins are chilled out. They're relaxed for the most part. Um, they like to indulge in like free time. They like mm. to interact. See? Pleasure. They, they like to, <laughs> yeah, they like to interact, you know, um, especially when they're on their phone. Um, what else I can say about them? One of them is more chilled. The other one is more, you know, um, she likes to do things. She likes to get into things. She's like very sporty. She loves She's competitive, <laughs> very competitive. Um, the other one is kind of chilled. I don't like to call her lazy because I don't like that word, but she's like mm. very like, if she could sit on that couch all day and watch a TV show, she fucking will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't bother her because she will get mad. <laughs> That's a very Taurus energy right there. I love uh, that. <laughs> she is, but also she's the second oldest of the two so mm, like she's she's young the youngest one i see so i and the older one she's more like active get shit done which is also a tourists are known to be they're like the bull they work really hard they carry a strong burden yeah. that way they're able to support their very pleasurable mm -hmm. lifestyles <laughs> also so, yeah <laughs> yep. i I wonder if, like, how many minutes or seconds or hours apart are they? They're 21. Is it 21? I think they're 21 or 27 minutes apart. Something oh, wow. like that. I think they're 27. Yeah. So that means they're, they're rising and moon might possibly be different from each other, right? No, they're, they're the same, literally. Oh, Their wow. chart is, like, literally barely degrees different. Oh, in each wow. other everything else is just so the same it's huh. still the same i would be That's interested wild. 
to study charts down to like minutes and hours like that. Like if you got like a whole database of people that were all born like at the exact same time and looked at like the movement of like certain things within each degrees, if we're able to actually tell where within that quadrant of the zodiac sign, certain traits or characteristics can be found. And that could be one of the reasons why there are so many variations within each sign, mm-hmm. especially with like twins or something like that. That's fascinating to me. <clears throat> At least they aren't Gemini yeah, twins. <laughs> right? <laughs> That'd be just funny. Just imagine that. They're two-faced. Geminis are two-faced. Could you just imagine twins? They're four-faced. Oh like, <laughs> they would be like, like, I just imagine both of them just being like, oh, you're so awesome. And then turning to each other and being like, I hate that bitch. Like, (laughs) just like bouncing. What's the whole thing that they do this like in Dragon Ball Z? Yeah, (laughs) yeah, that's what I'm picturing. Like, like two little Geminis being like, fuck, yeah. So, uh, Yvonne, you do not have any Smiths in Taurus uh, in your birth chart, correct? No. No, not at all. But Lindy, you have Jupiter in Taurus. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> are usually blessed with good fortune and are financially well off. Hey, Lindy, don't forget us little people. Hey. <laughs> uh, where is that? Hello. <laughs> well, it does say it does say unless Jupiter receives some very bad aspects from other planets. So let's talk. Oh, so probably like all of them. Ah, you have it looks like you've got actually you have some pretty decent aspects you've got one trine to your part of fortune so that's really lucky that's good and your part of fortune sits in the 12th house that's going to be spiritual related Hmm. um and it looks like you also have a trine with uranus as well as saturn and neptune those are three really good planets to actually have a trine with jupiter because those three planets can really fuck shit up in your life (laughs) well maybe i should go buy a lottery ticket is that what you're saying (laughs) well i don't know about that depends on day you have to of course see which days are most auspicious for you right but you do have a square with um mars and mars is a malefic planet now, generally, a square with Jupiter is not going to be that bad, actually, because Jupiter is benefic. So it kind of like balances out the malefic nature of uh, of Mars. So that's okay. going to be that's going to be an aspect that's going to give you like drive and ambition and that excitement that you get to like want to get shit done. But it can still come off as a little, uh, it can come off as a little like tactless or overbearing or sometimes too much energy. And sometimes, (laughs) (laughs) and sometimes that can actually, it actually can burn yourself out. Um, Sometimes people with uh, this aspect can be like a little too ambitious, a little too overconfident, can bite off more than they can chew. And then they wear themselves out and they're just like, oh man, I can't, there's too much. I'm right here though. Get done. I'm right here. <laughs> don't need to yell at me. <laughs> I'm helping you. I know, Astrology I know. only helps. <laughs> I know. I'm just giving you a shit. No, that's okay. <laughs> so I would say then, like having Jupiter in in Taurus and also having these really good like connections, these placements, um, 
or these good aspects in your chart, that's going to give you a really nice, a really nice Jupiter. And even if you're not someone who's like, you know, hitting your fortune or like making wealth right now, there are other places in the chart where you can study to figure out like where in your timeline of your life, especially with a uh, secondary progression charts to find out when it is that you will like strike gold or strike oil, so to speak. Um, in your life as well. So, so and one day it'll happen. You're saying it's not, it's just basically a matter of time until I get an Audi. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. All right. So it also says here, um, these people are prone to acquiring material wealth often in the form of luxurious items or artwork. They tend to increase their possessions through the years, and their main focus is on ensuring financial security for themselves and their family members. That makes sense because Jupiter is like, it's a very uh, fatherly planet. It's the mm-hmm. planet of authority as well. It's a parenting planet. Um, so, And it's also the planet that likes to care and take care of things. Or to take care right. of people. So like, I want my like, kids and to not have to worry. Like, I worried. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. End game. And you're doing that, too. You're doing a really great job giving them I'm a trying. good life. Yeah. Even it's just hard. as a parent. Like, you being someone who's very, like, conscious and self-aware. And, like, mm-hmm. trying to, like, do shadow work and transform the traumas of your past. That way they don't trans over in parenting. Like, I think you're doing a great job. You're doing such a good job. Yay, Lindy. Um, Yay, Yay, Lindy. And this also (laughs) says that (laughs) Jupiter Taurus people indulge in life's pleasures and are true hedonists. (laughs) That... That makes sense also because Jupiter, Jupiter is not only the planet of good luck and charity. Yeah, it's Venus. Planet, yeah, Jupiter. Uh, yeah, because Venus rules Taurus and Venus loves pleasure. And Jupiter is the planet of joy and luck. And mm-hmm. Jupiter likes to enjoy itself. So whenever like Jupiter and Venus are an aspect with each other, like that's always a pleasurable experience. So having like Jupiter and Taurus, Jupiter's like, oh hey, I like it here. Right? I like nice things that make me happy. <laughs> I happy, do. I've got this planet. blanket. It's so soft. Uh-huh. Oh, I love it. Nice. See, there you go. There you go. All right. And for me, my Taurus placements here. Let me pull up my birth chart so you guys can see it too. I always look at everyone else's birth charts, but I don't believe very many people have actually seen mine. No. <clears throat> so this oh, is, dang. yeah, this is mine here. My only, uh, my only real significant, I've got my part of fortune in Taurus, but I have my North node in Taurus. And uh, as you can see here, Venus, which is the ruler of Taurus, it sits in Aries and she's in detriment in Aries, but she's within the first five or the last five degrees before entering into Taurus. So that's considered the cusp. Yeah. So I've got um, an Aries Taurus cusp Venus placement. So Hmm. 
she always plays like this, like trying like this balancing act between these two completely different energies. Yeah. Because Venus is she's at home in Taurus. That's her domicile because she's the ruler mm-hmm. of Taurus. So it's like part of me always wants to like have like that really like fiery, passionate, like same like ugh, like Venus love energy. But then I also want to be like the nice little wifey and make some breakfast in bed and bake <laughs> cuddle, you know. So it's like I've been I've been needing to learn actually how to like appropriately balance the two of these out, how to be a sex goddess that will make you a cake, <laughs> basically. Right. Um, and and then as you can see here, my Venus she also conjuncts my North Node, so part of my life path, my destiny in this in this life that I'm living now is to be able to balance out um, this Venus energy between like Aries and Taurus. Hmm. But that's it. I don't have any more Taurus energy in my birth chart. But I do have Taurus energy in my life. My boyfriend's a Taurus. My pop is a Taurus. My grandfather. I love him. Oh, I don't think I've you've talked much about your grandfather oh he's amazing um he's hilarious he loves telling jokes and when you first meet him he'll have these little uh like mind game things that he does with you like he writes the mr ducks or mr mice or something but it looks like mr mice Uh and then the whole joke of it it's like Alabama or whatever talk or southern yeah that's probably better uh-huh and be like mr ducks mr not <laughs> see me the bitty little feet or whatever it says and <laughs> i can't remember right now but and then he'll have some number game he'll mess with you and mm-hmm. he's just he basically raised me so oh yeah that's nice that must be nice to have like a taurian parent or like grandparent yeah it is i just love him yeah. he's awesome He's always there. Yeah. In what ways are you able to like see that he is like a Taurus? So we know he's very loving. He's very Very, loving, but he's also very stubborn. Ah. Very stubborn. (laughs) Finally got him to agree to go to assisted living because he's going to be 93 this year. Wow. Congratulations, Papa. Yeah. And then my (laughs) grandmother, she's got dementia really bad. so that was the big thing and now he's so happy he's so happy because you know what he knows everybody that's in there Mm -hmm. and he doesn't have to worry about my grandma because there's Mm. nurses there to take care of her and help that's good so he can just go walk around and have coffee and talk with everybody and do his jokes and oh loves it that's awesome that That sounds full of mold Oh yeah, none of that. Yeah. yeah. No. So I'm sure they can breathe a lot better. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's really good. I like that uh in true Torian fashion, your grandfather has made a home in this new home. Yeah. And likes to go enjoy himself with people. Not all Torians are social people. Yeah. Um, but Venus is a social planet, so it's not uncommon to meet Torians he that is, are that are very he's social. The center of the party. Oh, that I'm is curious. kind of 
he has always been the center of, you know, if he's not the center, then he's a sideshow, you know, he's, he's uh, helping somebody else. And I wonder if he's got like some Aries energy in his chart also. <laughs> that's a very Aries I bet thing. he does. Uh-huh. It is. I think that's where <laughs> I got it from, though, mostly is him. Because uh-huh. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Weird Awesome. So your twins are Torians. Do you have uh, any other people? That you know in your life that are Torians? My sister is a Taurus. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. Stubborn as fuck, yo. <laughs> she is stubborn as fuck. Oh, oh my, my God. God. She just got her life together. I'm just like, and she's like in her 30s. So it's like she took forever to hey, get yeah. that. I, I get that. I'm not going to listen to this in the future, but. <laughs> <laughs> I totally get that, though. I'm right yeah. there with you. Yeah, she's awesome. Like she, she, she like thinks of stuff. She's like, I want to do this, but it's like <laughs> just she just never got there. Yeah, some people but, it takes a minute. At least it happened yeah. though. Because can, can you imagine if she yeah. was like in her sixties or seventies and she was like that person who never got her shit together? Yeah, definitely. So I'm proud of her. I, I want to say that she got, finally got her shit together. Good. But it's like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, she's stubborn as fuck. She's so, <laughs> I want to say she's so self-absorbed because she's not, but she loves flashy things. She's very into herself. She loves nice things. She really huh. does. She likes to get her nails done. Nothing she wrong with that. She likes to get That's kind of a, a like little bit of a... She's, yeah, she likes to take care of her well. image. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. She likes to take care of her image, but there's nothing wrong with that. But no, that's not how at she all. Is. Yeah. yeah, I'd be curious to look at her chart and your grandfather's chart just to see right. like the rising signs and like what other energies are influencing. Because because the reason why I also say oh that sounds like a Libra energy is because Libras are the ones who are into like the nice things and like having like uh possessions and such as well they're also really they're really into pleasure they are the polyamorous sign but they're also ruled by venus just like taurus i'm right so i here. feel like taurus right and libra <laughs> <laughs> that's right you're a libra also i'm right here yeah <laughs> that's right <laughs> just called out today. i wasn't I'm saying, like, wait a I minute wasn't saying anything right bad <laughs> I've, I've been, none of those things were bad. None of those things were bad. There's nothing know, wrong with polyamory. But... There's nothing wrong with nice things. Called and pleasure in life. <laughs> you sorry. are calling me out. Now I feel like Lindsay now. Right? <laughs> Wait a minute. Right here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do apologize. I do love. I do love having things. I do. I like. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad. I just kept like <laughs> entering into waffles and like getting crystals. <laughs> I have so much shit coming to me right now. I'm just like, oh my god. Like, that was me. What the fuck? Stop buying shit. <laughs> I know that was me like two weeks ago. I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We got a nice. package. Oh, another package. Oh, don't look at this. Nope, nope, nope. nope. Yeah. Nice. Don't mind me. I kind of am interested in that dynamic between you and your sister, her being a Taurus and you being a Libra, because they're both like they're both sides of the same 
queen, the queen being Venus. So I think that would be fun if one of these days, if you're able to get your sister's information, we could do a synastry yeah. chart with you and your sister and look at your guys's uh, compatibility as well. That would be fun. I'd like that. Also, yeah, that we're just... only a year, a year, almost two years apart. So okay. oh, that's nice. That's nice, though. Yeah. That's like being like sister friends, like growing up together like that. Yeah. My boyfriend, like I said, he is also a Taurus. He's lucky. He actually, he's a sun Taurus and he's a Venus in Taurus as well. Yeah, actually. So he is someone, um, he does love the comforts at home. He likes to build a home. He's someone who does like to nest. He's a Sag uh, rising so he's very adventurous and he is very nomadic, which is very suitable to my lifestyle. Right. Um, so, but because he is also a Taurus, he's one of those, like, he is nomadic where, where he goes, that's where he likes to make his home. That's where he likes to be comfortable. Mm-hmm. He's not stubborn at all. In fact, he's just really just like easy, go with the flow kind of a dude. And I think that's because in addition to that sun energy, he's having like that really nice gentle Venus energy too. They mm-hmm. share, they're both sit in the same house also. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. So it was just like lots of really good like energy between the two of those um, in terms of that kind of, uh, that kind of stuff. So he's not stubborn. He is really hardworking. Like he loves to work. Like that's what brings him joy. Like he's like a real like dude's dude. Like he likes to work on cars and he likes, he knows carpentry. He's an electrician. He's oh, a wow. mechanic. Yeah. Like, you know, he's that's a good with his hands. Yeah, he is. He's, He's well grounded. He is. Yeah. And so, and those are all things that work well with the home also. Like he's someone who can literally build his own <laughs> house, power it, and then make a farm to feed himself. And then he never has to leave. And then he can just stay home and enjoy himself. And he really is into like indulging his pleasures. Like he likes to sit in his garden and like, like listen to a podcast and drink a beer, go out fishing, you know, yeah. and just like those are the things that make him happy. And, and he really just like loves indulging them. And, and I'm lucky that his Venus is also in Taurus. Like the minute that I saw it, like the first time I looked at his chart and I saw the Venus in Taurus, I was like, oh, you're a cuddle bug, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you are, uh, you're a pro when it comes to cuddling. And it's so true. He's one of the most affectionate people I've ever met. Out of all the guys I've ever dated, he loves to hug he loves to kiss he like whenever we go to bed like it feels like our bodies (laughs) i know i feel so lucky i do because i have dated i've dated enough fucking shitheads and assholes (laughs) in my 35 years where for me it's like ah such a breath of fresh this is what love is this is what love feels like what this is you (laughs) that's awesome All right. Okay. So let's go ahead and wrap up uh, today's episode. We did some introductions today. Y'all got to get to know us a little bit more, learn about our practices and our thoughts on weed and such. We talked about Taurus, the Taurus season. Well, not really the season, but (laughs) Taurus energy. That's always a lot of fun. Um, Join us next week. We are going to talk about tarot. Ooh, that'll be a really fun subject. So, happy 420, everybody. Happy 420. Happy 420. Happy 420. Happy 420. To close this episode, let's all take a nice celebratory toke, yeah?
Oh, that was awesome. Thank you so much, all of you who joined us today. And thank you for all of our future listeners who decide they want to start this podcast from the beginning. We appreciate your ears, your attention, your time, your everything. We love you and have a blessed 420. Party. <laughs> we like we like yeah. party. that's me i'm just like oh yeah bring the heat y'all the roof the roof the, the roof, roof is, is on fire we <laughs> don't need no water that that motherfucker burn bird bird, bird. <laughs>